Hi, I'm Kaylee. And I'm Taylee. And this is With With Much Much Love. We've been a part of over 500 events and weddings and have seen some crazy things. Join us weekly to expose the truth of what it's really like working in the wedding and event industry. We will discuss the current trends, interview wedding professionals, and share some of our craziest stories. We can't wait to share the honest, unsugar-coated version of what really happens behind the scenes. Hello, welcome to With Much Love. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Taylee. And this is our third episode. And um, I listened to last week's episode. Did you listen to it? I did, yes. Okay, so I thought it was all over the place and like we were like ADD. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Yeah, I mean, I think it was really fun and, you know informational too but in the middle of it like we got so sidetracked and we're talking about like our sound and how we're trying to fix that I know I did notice that and then we went back to it so it wasn't too bad but that is just a real life look into you know how we talk because I wasn't going to edit everything and try to redo the portions of the sound and put them in so they flowed well because that's just genuinely how we talk to each other yeah so We want you to feel like you're here in the conversation with us and, you know, just have fun and enjoy, you know, girl chat. Girl chat. (laughs) Hashtag girl chat. Yeah. So, um... (laughs) Anyways, how was your week? It was good. I had insomnia really bad a couple nights. And Kaylee said it's because of the full moon. So It wasn't full moon. Um, Full moon and Leo. Yeah. (laughs) So I did not sleep very well. I started going to the gym again. I went two days, so skinny. (laughs) I'm going to see some improvement. But yeah, that's, that's pretty much been my week. I've just been chilling. I had a busy week. Like I was just trying to get things done because I start my new job on Monday. So um, I was just trying to get things done. So then that way, you know, I had clean clothes and trying to make sure all my laundry was done, which is a chore. I should have made my husband do it. And (laughs) and then I had to take my dog to get neutered. So that was fun. He has a cone on his head. He does. He's so funny. Little Murph. Murph. So, um, and then what else did I do? Um, I was on my way here Mm -hmm. because I had to get groceries this morning. So I was on my way here to record this episode and I get beef jerky from this small like butcher and it's called Manly's. And it's in a little small town. So I get their beef jerky and I love their beef jerky. But I ate it on my way here and my jaw is so sore. Because <laughs> you know when you get beef jerky, you like chew and chew and yes. chew and chew. So um, I'm going to try to make it through this episode without like repositioning my jaw every 30 seconds. But um, so this week I, I mean I was kind of inspired by your reel my reel if you know you know follow us on instagram yeah at the eden (laughs) events um so your reel was about like a bridesmaid fighting with the bride and how it happens very frequently it does it really does and like us walking in on that if it's not the bride and the bridesmaid it's the bride and the mom oh yeah always Mm -hmm. it is and it's it's funny because i'm like that is exactly what happens. Like, we'll go to check on them and we're like, walk. We always walk in at the time. It's like the most time. awkward time. It's like when the waitress comes up to you at a restaurant and it's like, it's like they wait for the moment of you to be like, 
face full of food and then they're like how's everything or like a very intense conversation it's just like how's your food literally and you're like please leave please leave and that's I mean and we can feel it if there's like any drama or like tension I I don't know about you but I can feel it as soon as I even like in the middle of the planning process Mm -hmm. they come in for their final meeting I sense it yeah. Like, I can just be like, something's going on. Yeah. There's those weddings where the bride is in charge of everything, and then there's the weddings that everyone except the bride is in charge of everything. Oh and you gosh. know yes. when you meet with them exactly yes. how it is. Well, I think brides, you have the type A brides, and you have the type B brides that are just like type A. They're really controlling of all the details and like yeah. making sure things are, they're the ones with that planner book. That is like, I love the planner book, not going to lie. I know. It's very organized. I know. I think that we love it because we're professionals. And when somebody comes in with that planner book, we know yeah. things are going to be structured and they're going to give us the information. We yeah. Need. So, um, but they are sometimes like thick. six inches thick. Thick. <laughs> thick with two thick. C's. Um, so, but you know, that's, that's just some type of rides. And then you have the, like the the type B and they really don't care. Mm-hmm. Like they just are like, eh, whatever happens, happens. And, um, they're usually the ones that aren't selecting anything or yeah. organizing anything. They're really just showing up to their wedding to have fun and party and then go home. Yeah, which they're also more like, I wouldn't chill. say more chill, but yeah. they're just, yeah. they just don't care. Yeah. And that if there's any bad, like but... major problems, they don't freak out about it. Yeah. They're like, like yeah, that's, that's true. Oh, oh my goodness. The cake is late by 30 minutes. Yeah. And they're not like, eh, they'll get here when they get here. Yeah. Or I'll just let my mom know and she'll give them a call. Yeah. So they're usually the ones that kind of don't stress over the big, like the little things too. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I like the middle ground of both. Like, yeah. I don't want you to be too type A and I don't want you to be too type B, but I want you to just be like right in the middle. Like, yeah. I feel like know. that's, that's most of our brides. I think honestly. so. Yeah. 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 So, um, I think too, like we help them be in the middle too, because we help them throughout like the detailed process with the mm-hmm. venue and like catering and bar service and those little things. Yeah. Because we're so type A, that's just our job. Yeah. If they're really type B, we will kind of study them. And if they're really type A, we'll kind of guide them into not, you know, expecting things to go just as planned because things happen. Yeah. So, but with the drama process, the drama process <laughs> with the wedding process, there's so many ways that drama, like, can take shape like it it's can happen we usually it's all women <laughs> it usually is yeah and it, it's funny because you know you'll have the drama before you'll have the drama the day of and then you have the drama after mm-hmm. like it just continuously flows throughout the whole process and um I don't know I the drama before is kind of irritating drama and then the drama day of is just full down like stress yeah stress absolutely so um I feel like the drama day of you can't really take too seriously because you have to think everyone's emotions are heightened right now Mm -hmm. they just spent so much money on this perfect day and so if something goes wrong or someone tries to start something obviously rightfully so they're gonna freak yeah out yep (laughs) I know and it's it's um who do you think is like the main factor like who do you yeah who do you think causes the most drama in a wedding 
I know I'm going to call you right out on it. The moms. I know, me too. (laughs) So moms. I think, yeah. (laughs) We have this like love-hate relationship with moms. Um, Some moms we have that we're like, oh my gosh, they are so nice. Yeah, and a lot um, of them. There is a way for a mother of the bride or the mother of the groom to be involved in the day, but to also not take control of the Mm -hmm. whole day and to have a positive attitude to bring positivity to the day. Mm -hmm. Um, But it can really, I mean, mothers really, there's a fine line. Like you can overstep your boundaries really quick and that causes a lot of drama. Um, I mean, we have some moms that plan pretty much the whole wedding. Yeah. Like they just, they, they. Those are the moms of our like type B brides who just are really chill, go with the flow. Like I feel like, are those brides kind of just give it off to the moms yeah like I know you'd love to do this Mm -hmm. go ahead run with it I don't care yeah and I think mother of like the other significant Mm -hmm. like the significant other so that mom you know either that be you know the mother or the groom they tend to fear creating drama by like giving a suggestion I find that a lot or yeah. they're the ones like this is my my son's wedding and I'm paying for xxx so I'm going to manage that and mm-hmm. so it steps on the toes of the bride and it steps on the toes of the other partner because um, they're not thinking about that and I yeah. think a lot of times with like parents in general if they're paying for part of it they think that they should have control over that situation yeah So, which I can understand. Yeah. I mean, if I spent a lot of money on something, I would kind of be like, oh my gosh, this has to go great. Yeah. You know, where's this? Where's this? But also, if you're going to be paying for something, I feel like you should be included in the process. Oh, yes. Because there are a ton of meetings that we have. I would say we usually meet with our, you know, couples three to five times. It kind of just depends on Mm -hmm. if, if they're, you know, more available. Cause we also do have some couples that don't even live here. So, yeah. Yep. If they're here and they're local, I would say they usually come in about five times. Mm-hmm. And yep. if their parents aren't there for any of those meetings, it's just kind of like you're playing the game of telephone. Mm-hmm. Because then they have the meeting, they go tell their parents, their parents hear one thing, and then it turns into another thing. Yeah. So I've had a couple of weddings where the parents have, I don't even know them. I yeah. don't even know who they are. And they'll come up to me and be like, hey, where's this? And I'm like, what are you what are you talking about? Where's mm-hmm. this? And they're like, well, we paid for this. And I'm like, oh. It's not on your invoice. So then I'll literally have to go back to the invoice, mm-hmm. print it out, and go over it with them, which I shouldn't do because that's yeah. kind of like a violation of privacy in a yeah. way. But it's also like there's no way to de-escalate that. No. Yeah, there's no Other than no being way. like, this is what they paid for. This is what they picked. This is what they signed off on. Mm-hmm. So it's good if you're going to have your parents involved in that process of, you know, selecting things Mm -hmm. and also, you know, helping you plan the day, then they need to come to the meetings with you. Um, Because what is communicated to us is what we take and Mm -hmm. what we go with. And if that's just the couple couple communicating that to us and then the parent finds out that they were talking about three weeks before their meeting that they wanted to have – I'm wine slushies. Why do I keep bringing up the slushie machine? I don't machine? know. She likes to, she likes to be mean. She likes to bully me. <laughs> so let's say that they, you know, the parents were like, we really want to have wine slushies. Mm-hmm. And um, the bride totally forgets to tell us. Yeah. 
well, we don't know that. We don't, we can't read minds. Right. So, um, you know, and then the parents mad at us. Which that has happened before. That because they scenario. didn't order it. And it's, yeah. um, but the way that we've kind of combated this issue is by having the questionnaire. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I think when I first started the business, I was just writing notes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is not a good way to do this. Right. So what I did is I created this whole questionnaire form. And so this is really good for, um, professionals to take yeah. note but this whole questionnaire form is something that we put our orders on we put timelines on we put all the vendors information on any little tiny detail we usually will have a segment or like some kind of section on this form mm-hmm. that requires the couple to give us information yeah um and then what they do is they sign that form at the end saying that they this is what they told us mm-hmm. everything is correct so when something comes up the day of we can just pull out that form and say, no, 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 you signed this. This yep. is what you've requested. This is what we provided. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that has helped us in the past kind of combat those issues. But we still get come into the process where parents really want to have their whole hands into it too. Yeah. Which rightfully so. If you're putting a bunch of money into mm-hmm. it, then yeah, you should. But if you're going to be at the meetings yeah be available for yeah, those meetings yeah communicate with us it's more than just paying for it it's you know being a part of the process as a whole because yeah. like I said if you're not at the meetings you don't really know mm-hmm. I mean because we forget you know I'm sure the couples forget exactly like Kaylee said like oh they talked about wine slushies well they forgot to tell us yep and you know our, mm-hmm. we have brain farts all the time yeah yeah that's just so, how it I mean, we're human. We've talked about this. Um, So, I mean, and that's the thing, too, with the questionnaire. It helped us make sure we were asking all the questions we needed. So we didn't have to go back and forth by email a thousand Mm -hmm. times. After that meeting, we get the information we needed ASAP. Like, it's on that form. It's written written down. And if there's no forgetting to ask the question because it's right there. Yep. Um, So, and I'm always updating that with more information. Like, if there's something that, like... Oh, sparklers. That Mm -hmm. was something we added this year to that questionnaire form because we had a couple that was really upset that we didn't have a bucket outside for sparklers when we didn't know they were even having sparklers. Yeah. So that was on our end to make sure we asked that question. So um, now it's on the questionnaire form. So if we know they're having sparklers, we can have, you know, a bucket with some water Mm -hmm. so that those can be put out at the end of the night. Yeah. Um, But, you know, we can't read minds, so we have to kind of know these details in, in it in advance so then that way we can plan um bridesmaids <laughs> no transition just um bridesmaids what about yeah. them we're just going to talk about bridesmaids and the drama with bridesmaids um dresses uh, yeah i mean i don't i don't know i'm trying to think both, think both of the weddings i was a bridesmaid in we had no problems because yeah. both of them were pretty chill yeah so yeah I think that sometimes you get those bridesmaids that are one either jealous or Mm -hmm. two are so particular on what they wear how they look and they don't like to release that control to you know to the couple to make those choices of how their hair is going to look what kind of makeup they can really have and what kind of dress they can wear yeah Um, and so I think it's gotten a little bit more lenient now I think for sure it has, yeah. Like that tradition of having all your bridesmaids match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. kind of thrown I, out the window. I don't think I really saw that very often this year. Yeah. I actually love that. I like, love the differ- mix match. Is it differentiation? Is that there a word? Yeah. <laughs> sure. We differentiation. 
Um, so I think that um, with bridesmaids and stuff, that's where it can really come. Oh, another drama. And I can bring this drama up because I know somebody personally who has dealt with this drama. And um, as being a maid of honor, they're not the other bridesmaids don't contribute to the bachelorette party. Oh yeah. And the maid of honor spends so much money. So what can happen is, um, what can happen is those bridesmaids, you know, they will avoid paying for things because they don't really have the money, which I understand that. But I don't think that the maid of honor should always be the one held responsible to pay for the room and board, to pay for everybody's meals, to pay for all the activities. Like it should not be the maid of honor that does that. It should all be split among the bridesmaids. Um, Maid of honor can be the one to plan the whole thing. Right. But the other bridesmaids need to contribute financially. I think that personally, if I were going to have a bridal party, I wouldn't expect anyone to have money to pay for anything. Mm-hmm. So in my head, I would be responsible for everything. Yeah. Or, you know, my my whoever is contributing to my wedding. I don't mm-hmm. know. But I feel like nowadays especially, everyone struggles with money. Mm-hmm. Everyone. And yeah. you never know. You yeah. never know if your best friend who has all these really nice things has any money or not. Yeah. And you don't know. So I feel like that that should be like an open line of communication like, hey, yeah. I'm thinking of doing a bachelorette party. This mm-hmm. is how much it's going to cost for everyone. Yep. Is is this comfortable for everyone? Yeah. Do you guys have the money? If not, how can I help? You know, mm-hmm. if that's something that you personally want as a bride. Yeah. yeah. I think that you should be accommodating to everyone. Yeah. Because yeah. having, you know, been in a wedding. Yeah. You know, you know how much money it costs to go mm-hmm. do bachelorette parties and things. And yeah. especially, like, if that's what you want, then I think that you should either contribute it it all or Mm -hmm. figure out a way that works for everyone well and I think that if you're going to accept being a bridesmaid then you also have to expect to pay something yeah something but that's always expected um I wouldn't say like to be expect outrageous amounts but what I would expect is to pay for the dress and to pay for part of the bachelorette party Mm -hmm. um and to bring a bridal shower gift yeah so those are the three things that I feel like should be paid for by the bridesmaid. Um, But, I mean, to have that communication beforehand, I mean, you kind of know your finances. Like, and you kind of know, like, I'll be dropping $200 on a bridesmaid's dress. I'll Mm -hmm. be dropping $500 on that, you know, bachelorette party. I'll be dropping $50 to $100 for a bridal shower gift. Mm -hmm. So right there, I mean, you're looking at probably $750 to $1,000 to be a bridesmaid. And so to go in with that expectation that that's the money that you're going to spend, it's okay to say, I'm don't have the money to yeah. be your bridesmaid. Yeah. Um, even though I want to support you, I will be there to help support you through the process if you would like to include me. Yeah. But I can't afford these things. Right. And that's just an open conversation that you have to have. Mm-hmm. So, and that's an awkward conversation. Yeah. But I mean, if that person is your friend, mm-hmm. then they will say, okay, I totally understand. Yeah. And, and I mean, even if they can't help you, yeah. you know? Yeah. There's that open communication of, I love you. I would mm-hmm. love to be a part of this, but I can't. And I'm not expecting you to help me. Yeah. But I'm just letting you know I, I can't do it. Yeah. Which is reasonable, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. I think definitely learning to say no, which is a huge thing, mm-hmm. is, yeah. yeah. I it, mean, you can still be a part of the wedding day and not do the bachelorette party. And, mm-hmm. you know, 
you can, there's so many ways to get a cheap dress. You can thrift it. You can borrow it from someone. You can, you Mm -hmm. know, there's a lot of different avenues now where back 10 years ago didn't really exist, I guess. Mm -hmm. So, and and, you know, most of the, like most of the drama though, from planning weddings can come from miscommunication. Oh, absolutely. Or taking things too personally. Yeah. Um, and I know that's kind of hard when you're communicating to somebody to be direct, but also to be kind and think about their emotions and think about what they're actually, you know, feeling mm-hmm. by your message that you're saying to them. Yeah. So um, I think sometimes couples can be too harsh mm-hmm. to the bridesmaids or to the groomsmen or to their parents mm-hmm. and they they disrespect them yeah. because it's not a respectful communication that they're having. It's just a demand. Mm-hmm. And um, so trying to figure out the way to properly communicate takes, you know, taking a step back and thinking about how you're going to word it, mm-hmm. um, how you're going and, and to put the relationship that you have first other than your needs. Yeah. So if that person, you respect that person, you love that person and they have been here for you the entire time, um, put that first yeah. and then that will help you restructure the way you're going to address the situation. You know, if that bridesmaid hasn't purchased their dress yet mm-hmm. and they're really, you know, far behind, you know, you can kindly say, Hey, I noticed you haven't purchased your dress yet. What's going on? Yeah. How can we help you to make sure that this is done? Because mm-hmm. we need to have this done by this time. Yeah. There's a way to do it. Not yeah. just saying you haven't purchased your dress yet. You don't care. Mm-hmm. Like they they do care. Sometimes they just have financial lags and they're mm-hmm. not, they don't have enough money. Yeah. Um, so even when it comes to parents, I see a lot of, you know, couples that are like, I want this, I want this, I want this. And the parents paying for it. Mm -hmm. So you do have to respect that your demands are going to come with their price tag, you know, Mm -hmm. like they're paying for that. So you need to respect them and their money. Yeah. um, And understand that you can't have everything and Mm -hmm. don't demand more money because they're generous. They're kind. They're giving you this money and it's a gift. Yeah. So if you're trying to push them for more money, you know, you're going to have to have a really structured, respectful conversation. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Um, what else? I feel like also putting yourself in like the opposite position. Yeah. You know, like if you were a bridesmaid, how would you want someone to go about this certain situation with you? Yeah. You know, would you want someone to be demanding? You'd be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you didn't buy it yet. Like you're out of my wedding. Yeah. Or would you want someone yeah. to be like, hey, I love you. You yeah. know, what's going on? Like, I mean. I even had that problem where I kicked out a bridesmaid out of my wedding and I feel bad. Like I look back and I'm like, I was such, I'm sorry for my language, but I was a bitch. Like I was, I was so mean and you know where it came from is because I was so stressed Yeah. and I was just like, you don't care about me. You don't Mm -hmm. care about this process. And it hurts to feel like that. But I think it could have been avoided if we would have just sat down and had a conversation. And, um, you know, this person is, still like very important to me we don't talk as much anymore but I mean when she's family so I'm not going to be able to just like push her out of my life but um you know I care about her yeah and I care about her success and what it was is she was moving and her kids and her husband at the time were moving you know 
really far and she was staying and she was going to leave the next day after the wedding. So she wasn't going to, you know, be able to do a lot of stuff, you know, that involve like the planning process because she Mm -hmm. was packing. So she kind of put that first. And I'm like, you know what? I should have just been more understanding. And I look back now and I'm like, wow, you know, that's 24 year old Kaylee (laughs) overreacting (laughs) over the process of that instead of, you know, me just now I look back and I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. I think I've learned how to handle that. And, you know, especially being in the wedding industry, we see it all. Mm -hmm. We see all those and um, we feel it. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. And then we have to like, we avoid you like the plague. Yeah. It makes me feel so (laughs) weird, especially like, yeah. And a lot of brides are really open about, we've had a couple that are like, oh yeah, I just kicked out like my maid of honor. Oh yeah. We don't speak anymore. So she's not going to be here. And we don't expect to know why, but we're just like. Okay. What happened? Yeah. Oh, we we sit back here and we're like, I wonder what happened. Yeah. Like <laughs> we're we're like, ah, oh, did you hear about this drama? And then, I mean, the staff knows. Like the help is going to know. We hear it all. We see it all. And um, we do talk about it sometimes be- behind closed doors of like, man, I hope that you know that doesn't blow up on the day of. Yeah. I just I don't know because we think about our clients, you know, and if they're not having a good day already. Yeah. They're going to find problems. Oh, yeah. You know? They're oh, they looking. Look they for look it. for problems. Oh, that's so, yeah. We literally had a mom one time. The wedding was perfect. Everything was fine. Mm-hmm. But she specifically told Kaylee, I'm looking for a problem. Yeah. I'm looking for something to be wrong because yeah. I'm so anxious. And that puts us in like, a oh, weird, we have to be perfect. Yeah, like a robotic type yeah. of, what is it? Um, And then we get anxious, though. Then we get anxious and then we do mess up because we're nervous because she's looking for something. Yeah. And it's like any little thing could just like set her off. Yeah. And it's like that ruins the whole experience. If you are looking and you go into the mindset of just being angry and Mm -hmm. frustrated and looking for problems, you're going to find them. Yeah. And you're going to nitpick Mm -hmm. every single thing. Yeah. I mean, six green beans. Come on. Like the green beans again. Yeah. We're going to bring it up. Let's talk about it because, um, that day there was so much drama. Like you could cut it with a knife and the staff could feel it. I wasn't here, but this was a couple years ago. This was like, this was COVID time, right? Yeah. It was COVID time. Um, so, you know, there was an issue where my staff it's COVID. So we had to make adjustments with catering where we had to have the staff load up the plates to avoid contamination of handles. Um, Mm -hmm. we also had to have covers on all the chafers to Mm -hmm. make sure so we were having staff plate all the plates as they were coming through the buffet line it's still a buffet let me reiterate that it's still a buffet so that means people can still come back if there's leftovers Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's all you can eat but they can still come back yeah um we we have our kitchen staff are kids like they're 16 to 18 years old uh, and they're the ones putting food on the plate usually it's their first job yeah yeah yeah. so um you know a bride left us a really nasty review because her husband got six green beans on his plate yeah and (laughs) I was like were they looking for something to me be mad at us about because um you know it could have simply just been like hey can you put some more on my plate yeah can I have a little bit more I would have been sassy, like not in a mean way, but I would have been like, yo, I paid for this wedding. I got yeah. six green beans. Yeah. So it's like they all they they really had to do was like just be nice and like gentle and say, yeah. hey, like 
uh, can I have a little bit more? Yeah. Can I, I mean, that's all. Um, and so, and then it's a buffet. So come back and get another. If mm-hmm. you did not get enough to eat, you paid for that food. Yeah. And I know very well that that wedding had leftovers. Cause I remember being like, they had, they had took home. They took home food. We packaged yeah. up food and sent it home with them. <laughs> no. So, um, but I got a one-star review over that. And it's like, I feel like they were looking for problems. Right. And, um, which is a prime example. Yeah. If I you mean, that's start an out anxious and upset and mm-hmm. mad, your whole day is going to be that way. Yeah. Everything's going to be the worst thing you've ever experienced. Oh, literally I, everything. I mean, we had the bridal suite flood. Remember that during the wedding? Yeah, but I feel like that was a good one. No, wedding. they were amazing. Yeah. They were amazing because they weren't looking for anything. Exactly. They were just so relaxed about it. Yeah. And they understood that things happen. Like, we can't yeah. control the weather. Mm-hmm. And we can't control that it just dumped, like, six inches of rain in yeah. 30 minutes. It was and earlier this year when we had that really, really bad rain. Yeah. Like, insane and they were in the bridal suite and um one of our gutters must have been clogged or something so it dumped all that water right in front of the foundation and it had built up because it was raining so hard that it went over the foundation and came into the bridal suite and like what do we do you know we're in this panic mode and you know what they did they just got all their stuff Kaylee mopped around them oh my gosh yeah I was in there like around them just trying to clean up the mess and I'm gonna do my best to make sure that I'm kind and respectful but I'm stressing yeah like I was like panicking. you had to come in oh yeah because we had a staff member that did a no call no show yeah and And so so Kaylee was already like I was already 10 minutes late because she's supposed to be here at 7 30 and the doors open at 8 yeah and I live 15 minutes away so I tried calling her I tried like and then that was the first time that she did a no call no show and so I was 10 minutes 10 minutes late getting the doors open to anybody else they would have been so mad at me oh yeah they would have lit you up but they were so kind yeah so if you are this person and one of the our couples we love you so much and thank you for being so kind and so generous and realizing that we're humans and things happen Mm -hmm. and that I can't control when my staff don't show up. Like I try to, you know, not micromanage, but when I finally like let them take over and that happens, you know, I, we do our best. And, um, so thank you. Thank you for being so kind. I think there were, might've been some other problems that day, but they just, they just wanted to get married. Yeah. They focused on the big picture mm-hmm. and that was their love for each other. That was a celebration of their relationship. Yeah. And I think that's how you avoid drama. Yeah. And the main, the main thing is just to, you know, think about your love for each other and think about, you know, all the years you spent. Mm-hmm. With with and all the drama that happened in that years those years yeah and still you're getting married yeah so not to overthink the process and to just think of it as a celebration yeah and I do think like as the bride you set the tone for everyone else yeah you set the tone for how the day is gonna go yeah so if you freak out about something mm-hmm. everyone else is gonna freak out they're yeah. gonna be pissed if yeah. you're just like hey guys it's super chill like yeah don't even worry about it. I got yeah. it covered. Like, I'll talk to them about it. We'll figure it out. Then everyone else will, like, literally mm-hmm. not think twice about it. Yeah. And usually professionals, like, I get the comment all the time that they're like, you're so relaxed. You're <laughs> so chill. And to be honest, on the inside of not. We're literally the meme of the little cat guy in the coffee shop with the flames. And oh, it's yeah. like, this is fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. And the whole building's on fire. And he's just sitting there. Yeah, because we have to be the calm ones. Like, we have to be the ones that are like 
can't freak out. We can't let them know something's wrong. Yeah, because that energy spreads. Yep. So, um, but like I said, or like you said, like the bride sets the tone. Mm -hmm. You know, they set the tone for the wedding. And um, generally, even if our like couples are panicked and stressed out, we counter that with being super calm, um, giving instructions, clear, concise information, just being super just grounding um, to try to, you know, counter that as much as possible. But um, it sometimes that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it doesn't work. And um, we can only do so much. Yep. So we'll just sit in that burning room and just drink our coffee and say, this is fine. It's all fine. fine. Um, do you have a story or anything that you want to share this week? I don't think I do. Okay. I didn't get one together, so I'm slacking. Um, I guess my story could have been the six green beans. The six green beans. There you go. There you go. There was So I don't think there are reviews on our on our Google No, anymore. they deleted it. Yeah. I mean, so they nice. must have felt bad. That was nice. But Maybe they also, realized that there was like, okay, they matured like I matured. That was my favorite of you, though. <laughs> Honestly, was. it was my favorite. And it was so iconic yeah. that when Kaylee went to an interview. Oh, they brought it they up. They brought it up. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, they were like, um, you know, I was doing this interview through through my process of trying to find a new position. And it was a really, like, corporate position. Yeah. And um, I was interviewing with four guys mm-hmm. and um they were like you know how do you handle customer service and we've looked at your website <laughs> and we've looked at your googles and how do you handle that and I was like well you know I went into it like how I would handle a situation like that and they said well we know how you handled it because we saw your google review with six green beans <laughs> and you did very well at handling and replying to that and so um yeah. you know it's we can only do so much mm-hmm. and um, we're going to try our best to calm the situation. But if you're actively looking for things to go wrong, they're going to and you're going to find something mm-hmm. and it's going to ruin the whole day. Mm-hmm. And you won't look back on your wedding and be like, this was amazing. Yeah. And I had so much fun. You're going to look back and be like, I was so stressed. Yeah. And there's really no reason to be. No. Because there's so many people helping you out and so many people like taking care of stuff that you probably mm-hmm. don't even know about. Yeah. There's been so many times where like the wedding planner yeah. or like someone will come up to me and be like, hey, I don't want the bride to know, but like, the, you know, something small. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, I got it. Yeah. Because she knew that mm-hmm. if she told the bride, mm-hmm. she would freak out. Yeah. Yep. And so, um, yeah, if you just, we handle it undercover and it usually, mm-hmm. usually goes pretty well. Usually. Yeah. I think every wedding, there's something that we're like, we're not going to say anything. Yeah. Cause you it's know. not a big deal. Yeah. We fix it and move on. Yeah. yeah. We go, go about it. So, okay. But yeah. So if you have drama on your wedding day or before <laughs> or after. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to happen in some way. Like, yeah, it's normal. It's going to happen. And like we said, like, just handle Commu- it well. Yep. Yeah, uh, communicate and make sure that you be respectful and mm-hmm. kind and um, remember the big picture. Yeah. Also, do not text people to communicate. No. Do not text because I hate the way Kaylee texts. Oh, I'm so When bad. Kaylee texts me, I'm like, okay, she hates me. Awesome. Love this. Okay. And then she'll be like, what, what do you mean I hate you? And I'm like, you put a period. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. So, um... I was listening to this podcast the other day and they said um, there was different texting styles and they said that 
you know, somebody, they were giving examples of the way people text and how to text with each other and the communication process of texting. The fact that she has to listen to this podcast is hilarious. I just find it interesting, first of all. (laughs) Um, But so, yeah, it it was, if you you don't know Girls Gotta Eat, that's what it was on. Mm -hmm. It was on Girls Gotta Eat and they, um, it's a very raunchy podcast. Yeah. But, um, (laughs) it's very, they have really good topics that they talk about. And so that one of theirs was just, um, the communication styles and love Mm -hmm. styles too. Um, cause they're a relationship podcast. Um, and they, they talk about like, you know, partners communicating to each other. They were talking about the, People who are really direct mm-hmm. and sound mean when they text. Kaylee, me, um, <laughs> and that's really just a that's really just an indicator that they're generally Type A, and they're generally um, they would rather have a phone call, which yeah. I do. Like I'd rather phone have a phone call. Sometimes I can't call, but I try because I I just come off as really mean, and um, I have to sometimes too. I have to be like. Um, I'm sorry. That was not mean. You you say that I'm sassy all the time. Why are you? Being I can a never sass? tell if she's in a good or bad mood. Yeah, I, I know she's in a good mood if she sends a gif, a, <laughs> a gif, a gif. I don't know. I say gif. GIF. But if she yeah. sends a gif, that's a green flag. If she sends periods, immediately red flag. I'm running and I'm packing my stuff. I don't know why proper <laughs> like grammatical punctuations is being you know sassy. But, but you can use grammatical, correct grammatical, whatever. Yeah. And then throw in an emoji. Give me yeah. a give me a heart. Give me a star. Give me a freaking turtle. I don't care. I've been using emojis a lot more, trying to oh. be less intense over text. Um, yeah, I'm just so intense. So, um, yeah. But anyways, yeah, don't text anybody. Call them. Talk to them in person. Something. Because mm-hmm. we all know how texting can literally throw a situation for a loop Mm -hmm. it cannot be a big deal and then be turned into a big deal because the other person's like well you said this about this and this and this and it's like oh I didn't mean that I meant it in a different way you're interpreting it yeah exactly because Mm -hmm. you yeah you're you know we Mm -hmm. interpret a bunch of stuff yeah I don't text very often um I don't even text my husband very Mm -hmm. often because we literally we will fight with each other (laughs) we will we will fight over text, so we have to call. That's why yeah. he calls me like three times a day. Because we, if we want to talk, we even if it's like it could have been a text, yeah, we still have to call because I'm so direct, and he gets mad because I don't answer his text messages. <laughs> like he'll text me at work, and he'll be like, "Ah, uh, da da da, this this and this," and I'll be like, "Okay." Nice. And and then he's like, "That's <laughs> all you have to say." And I'm like, "I care. I just don't know how to text it that I yeah. care." So, um, but <laughs> I'm improving. <laughs> trying no she's not <laughs> okay um I think that's it for yeah I think that's we really got some time out of this yeah, one we when we started it we're like well this is gonna be a really short podcast we have nothing to say about this topic yeah but it's, I think it, well drama there's always a lot of things to talk about with drama there's so many aspects though and there's also two sides to it you yeah know? yeah of how it is and how it should be how it mm-hmm. could be yeah so next week we have Jess. Jess. Yay. Jess is coming on. She's with J3 Photography um, in Fort Wayne. And uh, we love her. She has a lot of banter. So I know that we're going to have a lot of fun with her. Um, but she's going to come on and talk about um, 
going to come on and talk about, you know, her likes and things about weddings and being a photographer in the wedding industry and things that she doesn't like. Mm-hmm. Um, I know she shared this post the other day and it was about I people kissing with their eyes open. Yep, yep. <laughs> so um, we will just dive on into, um, you know, that episode with her and just kind of share some information on the photography world because I know nothing about photography. Oh, yeah, I know nothing as I well. suck at that kind of stuff. Like, that is not my It's a whole forte. different realm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I can't even be on my own personal Instagram because I can't take pictures so, like I'm still stuck in the like early 2000s where you take those selfies from up above oh yeah I don't take selfies anymore <laughs> I don't like... either I've gotten to the point I'm like I am too old for that so um anyways you want to sign off yep signing, signing out, out with, with much love, love. We want to thank you for listening to our podcast. If you love what you hear, give us a rating and follow on whatever platform you're listening. If you want to see more of our shenanigans, you can find us on Instagram at The Eden Events. You can also find us on our website at TheEdenEvents.com. We hope to see you next time.